Welcome to Bike Talk with Dave. I'm your host, Dave Mabel. Thanks for tuning in today. I enjoy sharing new or unique cycling events with you, events that are doing things just a little different, like the Core 4, which offers a sliding registration fee scale, or the Rattlesnake Gravel Grind that offers an entire weekend of riding, music, food, and camping with your race registration. I even highlighted the Gravel Locos, which is happening this weekend, who shakes things up with participant forward rules and raises a ton of money for local volunteer fire departments. Well, I was scrolling through Instagram recently and another new event caught my eye, the Ozark Gravel Randonnée. Gravel Randonnée? What is that? I had to find out. Turns out we know the guys behind it all. Both Andrew Onerma and Brennan Pack have both been on Bike Talk before. Andrew is the founder of the Ozark Gravel Cyclists, and he's director of the Ozark High Country Race, a thousand miles of remote gravel roads through the Ozark Mountains. And Brennan is a director of tourism at Experience Fayetteville. I talked with him after the UCI Cyclocross World Championships, which the city of Fayetteville hosted in 2022. So I reached out and we all lined up our schedules and connected for a discussion, not only about the Ozark Gravel Randonnée, but about the whole gravel scene currently blossoming in and around Fayetteville, including the Highlands Gravel Classic on June 24th, which is your ticket to the UCI Gravel World Championship age group races. We're going to hop into the episode, but I want to tell you, we did lose Andrew for a hot minute. So we do jump over into the Gravel Highlands Classic with Brennan pretty abruptly, but Andrew regained his internet and joined us again. So go grab yourself a cup of chain and spoke coffee and enjoy this episode with Andrew Onerma and Brandon Pack. Hey guys, welcome to Bike Talk with Dave and actually welcome back to Bike Talk with Dave. I am talking with a couple of Bike Talk with Dave veterans, and Brennan, you may not even know it, but I'm going to start, and I'm sorry to do this after saying your name first, but I'm going to start with Andrew because I feel like this might be kind of your race. Uh, Andrew Onerma, director of now the Ozark Randonneur. Uh, Andrew, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Uh, I had a nice gravel ride slash single track ride slash tarmac ride with my girlfriend today out near Asylum Springs, and I got back, made dinner in a hurry, and sat down with some food to talk to you guys. So yeah, it's been great so far. I had ice cream right before, so ice cream, then dinner. Uh, yeah, Perfect. it's been been a really good day. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like it. Uh, welcome back to Bike Talk with Dave. We'll, we'll go back to that. But uh, Brennan, you are also on Bike Talk with Dave. I don't know if you remember, after the World Cyclocross World Championships, I grabbed you for... I don't know, four and a half minutes for my Oz Cross recap. Oz Cross, was it Oz Cross or was it the World Championships? I'm going to have to go back and listen. It might have been Oz Cross, but anyway, uh, had you on for a brief bit on one of my experiential uh, pods. So welcome back to the podcast. Brennan Pack, how are you doing today? Dave, doing great. Glad to be here. I did not eat ice cream yet today so that you know i'm i'm kind of bummed a little bit now but um doing all the bike month things uh living the commuter lifestyle right now so uh gorgeous day here in northwest arkansas and just stoked to be riding bikes today it's been a good day awesome uh so 
Andrew, I want to go back to you because you are you are on to talk about the Arkansas High Country race, which still blows my mind that we have a thousand mile uh, kind of a backcountry ex- back bikepacking experience, like within like in the center of the United States, which is super cool. Uh, and I'll I'll put a link back to that. I don't remember what episode that was, but we talked about Arkansas High Country. And you are also, oh man, I feel like you're mean. Is that, can I say that? <laughs> I, <laughs> Doom, you are, the, <laughs> you are the director of Doom. Yeah. Who does Doom? Where did that name come from? Doom, yeah. It's So, I mean, basically I created this route in the Ozarks that's just shy of 400 miles ton of elevation gain and loss a lot of really chunky roads after running the event for two years it's been decided that a mountain bike is the way to go um but i just i didn't have any adjectives to describe it's hard to like you can't say the the ramble or the the showdown or the i don't know there's a lot of different terms out there and none of them felt fitting i didn't want to sandbag it in any way so if you just throw something out there like doom no one can drop out or finish and say, man, you, you really made this sound easier than it was, you know, it's <laughs> so I, I respect it. I a hundred percent respect that because I named this podcast bike talk with Dave. Yeah. Like, that's <laughs> what no it questions. is. That's exactly what <laughs> no it is. questions. So do yeah, I finished the route and then it took me another two or three weeks after finishing the route to give it a name. So it was done. I had the file for it and I just, was tossing, literally tossing and turning at night. Like I just need a name so I can just tell people what it is and get it out there. And that's awesome. Yeah. (laughs) That happened earlier this spring. And we're here to talk about something that's happening this fall, the Ozark Randonneur. Did I say that right? Yeah. I've been a a cyclist my whole life and I struggle with that. Right. I do. (laughs) I do know how to say Campanolo and Derailleur. So (laughs) I know some stuff. But we're going to talk about the Ozark Randonneur here in a little bit. Uh, Brendan, I want to talk a little bit about you're with Experience Fayetteville, and you have the coolest job title of anyone in cycling, I think. The hey, let's get people to ride their bikes in Fayetteville. Director, d- director of of that. Um, I don't think that's officially on your card, but director of cycling tourism. Is that right? That's right, Dave. That's right. That's yeah, a so great. Start, that's a great job, man. It is. Uh, it is. I get to. I get to work my passion, and I, and I truly am blessed. I work for Experience Fayetteville. It's the destination marketing organization for Fayetteville, Arkansas. We're in the northwest corner of the state, and uh, yeah, I get to spend my days hanging out with cool dudes like Andrew and scheming up uh, what's missing. In this case, when we took a look at the calendar which is really rich and, and Ooh, let's boy is it we, we we call it we call ourselves event rich here in northwest arkansas but when we look at things and you know what do we have when we talk things like the high, high country which is you know this thousand thirty mile amazing backcountry experience and then andrew's doom um <laughs> you know what are we missing in that and so i challenged and i know we'll get into it but i challenged andrew to like hey find us find us what's missing and he brought this randonneur concept to me and I, I was super stoked to, to get behind it and now we're talking bikes with Dave. <laughs> I love it. I love talking to event promoters who are putting on something unique, different, and I mean I guess as you asked for, Brennan, the like fill the gap. 
And I feel like that's what this Ozark Randonneur race is. Can I say race? Event. Event? I would say event over race. It's uh, the whole concept, which we can dive into it, but it's more more around a ride, an event, a challenge over a race. It's, uh, yeah, for sure. I would, I would steer towards event over, over race, 100%. Yeah, so explain that to me because I when I first saw it, I was like, oh, Randonneur, like, I don't care about my time. I don't care about my place. I don't care about anything but, like, making the distance. And yet, you do have a cut. If you want to be an official finisher, you got to be done in for the 120 miler, it's 15 hours, and there's a 200 mile, and you got 25 hours, which mm-hmm. is kind of nice. It's, you got, you don't have to go 10 miles an hour. You can go mm-hmm. a little slower than that. But, yep. um, so then that to me feels like a race a little bit. So explain to me a randonneur. Define it and help yeah. me understand. I'm going to start with I have it in both the the bike reg and on the website itself. <clears throat> it's just a quote from Jan of Renee Hurst. You know he's he's very cultured and he's been he's been playing bikes for a super long time. Really cool guy. I got to hang out with him last October. He came to Arkansas to do a 500 mile route. He did the the South Loop of the Adventure Cycling Association Arkansas High Country and. Uh, yeah, basically what he, what I took from an article he has with uh, his website is, in a nutshell, a randonneur is cycling with like-minded friends on beautiful roads while challenging yourself to ride better than you ever imagined. How you define better, in quotes, is up to you. Better can mean faster, more miles, more fun, more dot, 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 or a combination of the above. So... I mean, there's no doubt there'll be some people that are going to show up and they're going to say, I'm going to ride faster than everybody else. And that's cool for them. That's, that's better than they ever have before. You know, it's putting themselves out there. Can I just put my head down and cover these miles faster than anybody else? Other people may be, Hey, I've literally never ridden through the night in my entire life. And I convinced two of my dumb friends that I work with or hang out with during the week uh, to go try it with me. And we're all gonna basically make sure that we stay awake. We're going to take some five hour energies. We're going to slap each other, whatever it takes you know. And, uh, so I think it's really cool. It, it doesn't have to be, Oh, I'm going to beat this person or beat that person. It's, I have a challenge set forth in front of me and it's covering this beautiful, but challenging terrain. And I want to see if I can accomplish that challenge. Uh, there are those time cutoffs. I mean, that goes back to the beginning of the sport in France and Italy. It's, um, they've been doing this for a really long time. Randoneering, there's actually like an official association of randoneering and there's these different events across the country and other countries where it's very, very strict rules. And this is a random, basically it's a random a, and if you complete it, you are a randoneer. And we didn't want to go too over the top right out of the gate. It's just like, Hey, we made these routes and this is the loose structure of it. We're kind of celebrating a big ride where you get out into the Ozarks and you come back, you start and end in Fayetteville. And I mean, that's essentially what it is. It's just showing more of what Arkansas has to offer away from the main cities. And I think Fayetteville is the best launching point in, in all of Arkansas. Honestly, if you want to have the amenities of, 
hey, we got an airport nearby, we have hotels, we have grocery stores, we have things that are open 24-7 to bring in people from other states. I mean, we have people in Colorado that are already signed up. Um, Oklahoma, you know, you have some that's regional. It's Oklahoma they can drive over. Um, but it's, it's for the weekend warrior. It's, you don't have to set aside a week or three weeks of your life. It's uh, I can go go do this in the weekend, go home, and then uh, Monday I'm back at work, you know? So... That's the whole idea behind it is like people that want to potentially dabble their toes into what is this long distance ultra cycling? What is bike packing? All this. It's um, maybe I want to see some of these roads that people are doing on Doom or the high country, but I want to do it with some friends or it be part of something that's organized. It's it's basically creating an opportunity that hasn't exist existed so far. It's let's show you some cool stuff and uh, it's still self-supported. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It's like we were talking about, I don't know if this is before we actually started recording, but it's, it's filling a gap that doesn't exist right now that Brandon and I are both really excited about. So can I ask one, one question about that? And Brandon, I want to talk about the Fayetteville and kind of the area that's hosting this, but, um, so I'll come back to you, but like, are there number plates and is there a finish line and somebody there with a stopwatch? So (laughs) really it's going to be. We're going to start at the bottom of Dixon Street. So you got this historic downtown area of Fayetteville. Dixon Street is where all the bars are. There's a bunch of great food options. You have the Arkansas, you have the the Razorback Greenway right there. The Arkansas High Country rolls right through it. So basically we're starting at the bottom of Dixon. And we're like, all right, as a group, we're all climbing up Dixon. And we're transitioning out of Fayetteville and launching out east into the heart of the Ozarks. It's... I constantly am like telling people about the Buffalo River region. You have America's first national river, the Buffalo National River. It's absolutely incredible, stunning. The riding's good. The scenery's even better. But so, yeah, it's basically people are getting a tiny little swag bag before they start. Here's here's a bandana. Thanks for signing up. Here's a bandana. Uh, maybe here's a few things from local businesses. Race plate, absolutely not. Um, there's not a timing chip. Uh, it's really, we have Puritan is going to be kind of like the host venue where I'm just going to be posted up at Puritan where there's Wi-Fi and there's food and beverage. And as people roll in, heck yeah, you made it. Welcome back. We have we have Puritan open here. Here's food and beverage right here. And you'll pull up Strava and be like, Hey, let's see your file. You, you glance at it. You're like, cool. You did the thing. Awesome job. It's like, it's, it's structured and unstructured at the same time. It's, you know, the, the few people that are really trying to gun for an FKT or whatever, like I'll zoom in way more and be like, okay, you did the turn there. You did the turn there. But the people that we're like, hey, I just really wanted to make this time cut off, and I'm so proud that I made it before the 15 hour, or the 25 hour. I'm just gonna like, hey, let me see your Strava file. Pull it up. Be like, yeah, this checks out. You did the route. Good job. And then you get like another raffle ticket, and maybe you get some extra swag. So it's, uh, yeah, it's just like I don't know. It's kind of like bikepacking where, with Doom, we're hanging out in Oark, Arkansas. Nothing's happening. Like you're sitting in a couple camp chairs and you're you're waiting for an hour and then someone shows up and like three people ring in a cowbell and you're like, yeah, <laughs> you know, so it's kind of like just showing a glimpse of of what that is. It's not the it's not the glory of like a lifetime grand pre event. It's it's grassroots and it's really about 
the experience and like the the individual journey it's yeah it's it's something i'm very passionate about and i think it it shows that crossover into what the bikepacking world is i i can tell you're very passionate about it and i love the downtown fayetteville start and i love the start at the bottom of dixon street i know that street from hanging out after well after the rain to be quite honest in the uh first Fayetteville World Cup cyclocross race. Whew, and I was thawing my toes out, I think, at a pizza joint down there. But um, Brennan, tell me about hosting this event and how it fits in. You got, I just want to list this stuff because we started out in the fall of 21. Is that right? Correct. Fall of 21 with the Fayetteville World Cup cyclocross race on a Wednesday. Yeah, Yep, UCI World Cup Fayetteville, I think, is the official title because they've got, you know, fun names for that, but I get it. On a very wet Wednesday afternoon. Wet Wednesday. I will also say that that was also smack dab in the heart, the middle of the Arkansas high country. Oh, boy. And so those two things were going on simultaneously. And at the time, um, Fayetteville was serving as the host community, the start and finish line for that 1,030 mile race. <laughs> yep. It's since moved on to Hot Springs, which is, I think is a fantastic conversation for another time. But um, the fact is we were, we had multiple things going on at one time that weekend and, or that week. And so, yeah, it was, it was a wild week for sure. So yeah. You are always keeping a bunch of balls in the air for sure. Um, you've hosted another world cup since then, the cyclocars world championships U.S. Mountain Bike Cup races, um, the High Country race, Doom is uh, nearby. Uh, well, uh, does uh, Big Sugar touch you, or is that go? That goes north, doesn't it? That goes north into Missouri. Yeah, we're also home to the only, and this is—I know this is a hot topic, but <laughs> we're also home to the Highlands Gravel Classic, which is oh, the only right. UCI. We're it's the only UCI Gravel Worlds qualifier in the states. That happens right here in Fayetteville as well. And so, man, we're all in from, from sport. Um, we're heavily invested in sport. We're heavily invested in um, the needs of U.S. athletes as it pertains to sport. And that's across everything from road cycling. Fayetteville's home to the Joe Martin stage race, which is the longest running stage race in America. We're about to get into the 46th edition of that in about three weeks from now. Yeah. And then, you know, the gravel riding is so authentic. And I think that's why when we look at events like the, like the Randonneur and, you know, what Andrew's doing with the Ozark Gravel Cyclist, which is absolutely something we should touch on before before we're done, because as a nonprofit, they're doing some really good things. And it's through that nonprofit that I'm supporting Andrew and his efforts to develop events like this Ozark Randonneur, where you have an event that, you know, I, I love this. Winning is just finishing. We're going to celebrate camaraderie over competition. You know, rules are at a minimum. I can sign up with my buddy. I can draft. I can work together. Hey, you carry the pump. I'll carry the tires, whatever. It's, it's a race against the clock. And so it kind of, it does remove some of those more. And I think they're there for a reason in different bikepacking events. I think there's a reason for the self-supported, but it remo if that's a barrier for dipping your toe in this, let's remove that. Let's let you get out there and experience riding through the night with your buddies in a way that's, that's comfortable for you or a setting that you're willing to at least try it. And I, and I think, you know, he's hit a home run here as you know when i ask him to like what do we not have he's like this is what we don't have and i'm like this is brilliant and so i'm super excited and and it works because it's authentic you know we're going to start from the heart of downtown fayetteville this historic entertainment district 
we're going to roll out of town climbing up dicks. And of course, Andrew would start a race <laughs> up a hill because why not? <laughs> but, but, you know, and then we're going to dive into the Boston mountains. And as Andrew said, that is truly like, that is one of the most largely untouched areas of all the Ozarks. It is, it is remote. It is iconic. It is beautiful. It is hard and um, it is challenging, but again, we're doing, we're creating a, a platform where you can you can put yourself into that environment you can put yourself into those uncomfortable places but do so with your buddies and and feel like you can you can finish it off and so um so yeah super stoked to have it in Fayetteville again Andrew touched on it we've got you know listen we're simple creatures I get the cycling tourist I'm one myself I want to eat local I want to drink local typically beer than coffee in that order and we have all those <laughs> right from the Puritans to the Fossil Coves to the Hugos I mean Whatever you're looking for, we have it very authentically. Great flavors. We've got a natural grocer right there on the corner of Dixon Street. Really easy to get to for athletes if they're looking to to grab some food before the race starts. Um, and as he said, when it finishes, it's going to finish it at Puritan Coffee and Beer, which is one of the coolest little coffee shops in all of Fayetteville. So I'm pretty stoked on that. Um, and it works because, I mean, these are some things people don't know when they think of Arkansas, but... Dave, we have the 10th most miles of gravel roads in the country, and that's not per area. Arkansas is not exactly a big state. We just have a whole lot of gravel. We've got 69,000 miles of gravel roads in Arkansas, and 85% of our county roads across the state are gravel. And in Washington County, which Fayetteville is the county seat, I'm giving you a bunch of numbers now. I love it. I love <laughs> we've it. We've got a 900. We got a 900 mile um county road network 500 miles of those are gravel and so you can see how an event like the arkansas high country or the ozark randonneer work and they work really really well because within a few miles outside of town you're picking up some truly iconic gravel and then you're going to stay on gravel for most of the ride i was actually going to ask about the gravel scene outside of fayetteville i have not yet discovered it we've touched gravel usually when we're down there we're riding mountain bike trails which are awesome uh actually incredible and uh, I have not ventured into the gravel, and I'm super intrigued by the gravel. <laughs> yes and no, I'm kind of not super intrigued because <laughs> it can't do anything but go up or down. Um, <laughs> Ozark, that's the Ozark, <laughs> right? I mean, yeah. it's the Ozark Mountains, right? Uh -huh. Right, and that well, that's what it is, though. It's in a very, you know, we have this direct connection. Fayetteville's back door, you know, it's all the Ozarks. But the reality is, is the Ozarks are different. You've got the Springfield Plateau up north in the Missouri area. You've got the Boston Mountains down here around Fayetteville. So our backyard is authentically, it is the postcard when you see the Ozarks. That's Fayetteville's backyard. And that Ozark National Forest, one point, I'm going to get this wrong, 1.2 oh, or 1.3 million yeah. acres of public yeah. land. It's, it's accessible from Fayetteville. And that's why this stuff works. It is that Ozark Na National Forest. It is that direct access to these really remote, beautiful roads. And uh, yeah, they get a little rowdy, but that's part of the fun. Uh, Andrew, you, okay, there's 500 miles in your county of gravel roads and 69,000 miles <laughs> of uh, gravel in Arkansas. Yeah. Andrew, how'd you come up with the routes? Uh, 120 miles or uh -huh. 200 miles yep. for the uh, random... Okay, I'm, we can, I'm you know what, it up. We can call it the rando. The R's are, O's the are rando. rando. I think thank that's, you very much. I think that's what's going to end up. I think that's what's going to end up turning into. You know. Okay, thank you. The randonneer is like kind of explaining the 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 ethos of it and where the idea came from. Came from, but it's like honestly, everybody's going to end up calling the Ozark rando is what it is. You know, the Ozark rando, and it just it has Oz a nice ring to it. 
Osrand? Maybe. <laughs> Randoz? Osrand? Sorry. Um, but yeah, as far as coming up with like, okay, which which roads, how, how do you choose this route? Uh, the thing is, there's a few things I love. And it's the Arkansas High Country route. It's the Doom route that I made myself. And as Brandon touched on earlier, there's also the Highlands Classic that is very unique to Fayetteville and tied in with UCI that I think is very unique as well. Madison County is honestly just super rad, and it's just east of Fayetteville. It's it's kind of unreal how few people ride in Ma- Madison County. Um, you have these different pockets, and the thing is people love starting from their front door and ending at their front door. And so like, if you live in Bentonville, the thing is you're going to ride towards Pea Ridge, or you're going to ride up into Missouri. Um, if you live in Fayetteville, you m- might not really get too far into Madison County unless you're having a bigger day. Um, but the thing is, is just anytime I go for a big ride, I want to go towards the Buffalo National River. That's that's where I'm trying to go. Just because it's the scenery, for one, It just it's, it's mind-blowing. And the tiny little communities that you go through and these mom and pop stores and it's still the old school pumps where it's if you you can't you can push your card against an old school pump a million times nothing's going to happen you're going to have to walk inside and say hey i want gas and interact with a human (laughs) and if they're not there you're not getting gas (laughs) you know wow Uh, so uh, it's combining initially leaving Fayetteville it's kind of like the classic way if i was to ride east out of fayetteville that's how this route starts like any given time from my house this route goes almost directly by my house that i'm living in right now hmm. and like i could i could step out of my house throw a rock and i would hit the grand depart of this this event <laughs> and you go out east and very quickly you're you're already in it you know you're you're going by lake lake sequoia you're climbing gravel you start getting these sweeping views of Madison County. You're up on a ridgeline, and it's beautiful. As you're leaving, you're going east. You're getting these sweeping views of the entire area. And it's basically, you got the highlands, which, Brandon, honestly, we've never even talked about this. Were you were you a part of creating that that route itself? I'm sure you were a big part. Did you create the whole route? I did. Des- I did. Is, which is badass. You know, you have, you have Brandon Pack here that... He created a UCI gravel route, you know? And so we're utilizing part of that, leaving Fayetteville. And then from there, it's here's just some, some roads that I love going out towards Kingston. And before you know it, you're connecting to the Arkansas High Country. You leave Arkansas High Country for a little bit, you connect back to it, do a little bit more of the High Country, and then you're connecting to Doom. Doom is something I created, and it's because it's something I absolutely love, and that's that's roads that I rode a million times and decided this is what I want people to see. So basically, we're combining three things that are bringing in a national and even international audience. It's we got the Highlands Classic, we got Arkansas High Country, we got Doom, and it's so it's just like it just makes sense. The fact mm-hmm. that you can do this from downtown Fayetteville is insane, and not only that, it's like you don't have to commit days on end it's 25 hours or less if you're doing the long route if you don't quite meet the cutoff i'm, I'm devastated i'm still celebrating you but uh you, you're not a finisher of that year right you know? 
Um, but yeah, it's, it's a weekend, weekend experience that's um, world-class caliber, you know? And kind of the beauty is, like, the GPX files are out there. If somebody wants to download them onto their uh, head unit, they can do that and go ride yes. them any day. Yes. That's something I'm very adamant about is I, I celebrate ITTs or people just doing things on their own time. I think being part of an event is very, very cool, but it can't fit into everybody's life and their schedule. So the fact that if anyone ever wants to show up and do a route is an honor, no matter what. If you want to be part of the Grand Depart, that's just a bonus. So it's yeah, that resource is always there and it's free. So if someone's like, well, I don't want to pay $50 for a raffle oh, ticket $50 is and a bandana and this, you know, <laughs> right. so it's uh, at the end of the day, it's, it's always there. The whole route library is free. The experience Fayetteville route library is free. It's, we're putting a lot of resources out there just to say, Hey, this is, this is a cool area. Go check it out. Um, but occasionally it's like, Hey, let's put on an event and make it even cooler. Super cool. Uh, one question I have about that is, 200 miles could be a big chunk for somebody to bite off. But if you had bags and you had a, a sleeping bag and a stove and a tent, are there places to stop and, and sleep on the 120, 200 mile routes? Absolutely. So I have both of the... Like, can people do some three-day bikepacking trips yes. from Dixon Street in Fayetteville? That's a great point. I, I should go in... So these route files, I have the files up already to where here's the route. These are the roads. I have some POIs on there, um, but I can go in and still, and that's my plan is to be adding more. I was, I was honestly focused on, on doom for a little bit. Cause that just happened, I think three weeks ago at this point. Um, so a lot of answering questions for that and getting everybody ready for it. We had three people come down from Canada, which is super cool. Oh, wow. Um, but, no, let's be clear. He yeah, announced 100%. this race the week of Doom, and then he did Doom, <laughs> and then he it, then he attempted an ITT himself. So he's yeah. been a little busy. Um, That's crazy. And then I went to California with Ernie. But yeah, there's there's <laughs> absolutely places. So you can like Huntsville would be 40 miles in if you're doing either route. Huntsville has options as far as um, if you want to you want to sleep there. Kingston has options. Once you leave Kingston. Uh, that's when it starts getting more remote and you're going to have to camp, you know, unless you just find some really random Airbnb or something. Mm -hmm. Which is cool. I mean, that, that's, I think that's kind of a fun opportunity. And I think it's super cool that these routes exist, all of them, that you're putting out there that allow somebody to stage out of Fayetteville. Um, uh, Brandon, I'm sure the Airbnb, the Hotel Motel, the VRBO scene in Fayetteville is second to none. Uh, stay a day or It's robust. For um, sure. yeah. Stay there a night or two and then head out for three days and do your 200-mile route and come back and have a beer. There's a brewery on that squiggly hill coming up into downtown from the, I don't Crisis, crisis brewing crisis yeah brewery. that's the one i always yeah, hit it's right next to penguin ads that's the combo man if you're if you know what you're doing you you head to crisis because right next door is penguin ads and so you can have some of the best barbecue in town and some of the best you know craft brews and you can do it all around a fire pit outside it's it's pretty rad it's it's, it, a popular it's definitely spot is for sure. they I, actually you know 
uh, Dave, we're, if next time we're hired, <laughs> yeah, you can be Fair enough, fair <laughs> enough. Well, it is a good brewery, and, and uh, I've been there several times. But anyway, um, so this is a this particular event is a fundraiser for the Ozark Gravel Cyclists. Andrew, you are the founder. I don't know if you're a director. It doesn't say that. I don't know if you're the executive director or the CEO or the whatever, but um, what the heck is Ozark Gravel Cyclists? What do you do? What's it for? And um, I don't know. Tell us all about it. <laughs> That's a great question. Um, I mean, honestly, Brandon's one of the first people that uh, kind of caught on to what was happening, and it was like at the very at the very start is me and my good friend Jesse Turner that I now live with. I'm sitting in my bedroom in a house living with Jesse Turner. And I had moved from Utah and I had just got involved with a cycling team out there right before COVID and I was all excited to have community and people to ride bikes with and go to events with. That's that's what it was. I was like, this is so cool. I had a, a background of riding fixed gear bikes by myself and I finally was part of a group and it was the coolest thing ever to me and so i got all excited COVID happened and no events were happening and i ended up moving back to arkansas and jesse was the only people i knew in arkansas that was riding bikes and he was riding gravel and so we connected very early on and i was like hey i'm very motivated to go ride bikes i want to i want to explore as much as possible i want to go to events i want to like i want to do all the things and so he's like, that sounds awesome. Let's do it. <laughs> and so immediately, you know, like our very first ride together, we didn't even know each other that well. Uh, we did a hundred mile route from Lake Fort Smith and it was a ton of gravel and Fayetteville was our halfway point and Fayetteville was kind of the sanctuary. We were able to get coffee. We got Onyx coffee. We got some food. We're like, this is so sweet. And halfway through a ride of like epic proportions, we can be in civilization and get everything we want and then we finish back down in lake fort smith and um, from there it's like let's let's get more people involved like who else is riding gravel as like their primary means of like riding bikes you know and so like started branching out and finding more people started a social media account and like over time got like more people interested uh jess and i rode the arkansas high country that's like by then brandon was definitely tuned in because his because of his job and just like his his love for Arkansas gravel and bikepacking and cycling in general, he he followed our whole journey and like afterwards he even called me. He's like, "Hey, what are you guys trying to do?" Uh, like I remember that he he called me. I'm sitting at his at Jesse's parents' house, you know, destroyed from riding the Arkansas high country, and Brandon's talking to me on the phone saying, "What's next? What 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 are you guys trying to do?" You know, and so like in a nutshell, it's it started as these are people that want to go explore Arkansas back roads and it's primarily un unpaved. And after a while it turned into a group ride. Hey, every week we're doing a group ride from downtown Fayetteville and that's at Puritan. And then it's occasionally, Hey, we're doing a group ride once a month. That's not downtown Fayetteville. It's middle of nowhere, Arkansas, but it's in the Ozarks and it's beautiful and it's awesome. And then it kind of like snowballed into, Hey, there's this new route, this new event. And people are flying in from Washington and Canada and driving from Chicago and doing this thing called Doom that sounds intimidating, but then they show up and everybody's super friendly and just super happy that they're there. And at some point, basically formed a 501c3 
that's like, hey, um, there's there's something here. Let's let's really provide something cool for the community. And that's in its infancy stage right now. And it's what can we do to help people out? Well, for one, we can give a bunch of routes for people to go ride that's in the middle of nowhere where they otherwise you'd have no clue what to do. Like out near the Buffalo River, one road to the left or to the right can vastly change what your entire ride is that day. You know, someone may be planning on a three hour ride and uh, they take one road different and it turns into a five hour ride, you know? So um, it's creating routes, it's, it's a community, it's putting on events, would love to do more clinics, just like, hey, this is how to pack for an overnighter. Um, it's introducing people to gravel cycling. It's showing that it is a welcoming community and that we're happy people are out there and wanting to explore. So it's, it's a combination of a lot of things, but Ozark Gravel Cyclists, like in a, it's, it's basically, it's a community that's very excited on riding gravel roads and trying to include anybody that's interested doesn't matter who you are or what bike you're on or what tires. I don't care if you're riding a mountain bike from the 80s or if you're riding a S-Works Diverge. You know, um, either way, if you want to go ride these back roads in Arkansas, I'm, I'm stoked for you. So um, as we grow, there's there's a lot of potential in what we can do because Arkansas really is is blowing up as far as a, a hub for off-road cycling, whether it be mountain biking or gravel. And um, having partners like Experience Fayetteville is only helping grow that um, quicker and providing a lot more resources. So it's uh, it's like a newer thing and uh, it's really exciting. But yeah, you got events like Doom started up. And the thing is, I just I want people to know that it's, it's not only for the quote unquote most extreme hardcore people. It's It's about everybody. So we, our weekly ride, we have a social version where it's, People show up with Chacos and have a basket on the front of their bike and you you stop and you take photos of a horse that's right there. You uh, might pet a dog. You might uh, have a little shot of fireball or something if you're feeling frisky. You know, it's it's for it's for anybody. It's not like, hey, you have to be wearing a skin suit and drilling it, you know, and then um, doom is like that far end of the spectrum as far as like ultra distance but the rando is kind of showing that, hey, we we want people to see what that's like. And here's some examples of roads that you can cover. And then even with our route library of here's a 20 mile route, here's a 30 mile route. And uh, yeah, so it's like we're doing a lot and trying to narrow our focus in a way. But it's also like we we care about a lot of different disciplines and people. So it's we don't want to pigeonhole into one thing because it's if you're if you're on a bike and you're riding unpaved services in Arkansas, Northwest Arkansas, we're, we're excited for you. So even if it's mountain bikes, there's crossover in that too. Dave, you said you didn't want to do any edits, buddy. I'm getting to do some edits. That's uh, minute 31, 13. So at least I know where to go. He there just disappeared uh, altogether, didn't Completely, he? Completely, yeah. I think he's going to find some yeah, better exactly. service and, and, and come back to us. And so... I, I want to know about, well, I want to, you can do experience Fayetteville, but I want to know about the um, UCI gravel race. When is it? Oh, yeah. What is the it? Highlands. How do people get in? The Highlands. Love it. Love it. Tell Love me it. about yeah, the Highlands race. Gravel. So we've got the Highlands Gravel Classic, which is a 
It is the only North American or the only U.S. Um, qualifier in the UCI Gravel World Series, which started last year. Um, 25% of the athletes that compete, if you finish within the top 25% of your age category, you qualify for world championships in Italy later this year. We're not buying, we're not buying your plane ticket, yeah. but we're getting your entry in. And so it's the one opportunity on this, con well, in the U.S., I think there is a Canadian race, so I won't say this continent, but it's one of two races in North America if you, um, you know, if that resonates with you, if you, if you're into sport, if, and we're and listen, gravel is huge. It's growing. It makes a lot of sense that organizations like USA Cycling and UCI at some point are going to get involved. Um, I, I do like the way that they're dipping their toe into gravel. They're, they're managing it, um, much like they would their grand fondos. So mm -hmm. if you're familiar with the, the way the UCI does their grand fondos series and their world championships, it's age-based. And so they're doing, doing these races very similar to where they're not, it, it's not losing that come we talk about gravel and the camaraderie and and the uh the shared experiences that comes with you know going to a gravel event and lining up with some of the top cyclists in the world and just having that shared experience you're not going to finish first that's okay i'm not going to be at the pointy end of anything at this point but i'm going to go out there and i'm going to have that shared experience i'm going to give it my all and events like this highlands gravel classic are creating that platform for folks that are looking to compete at a high level, at regardless of what their age is, they can compete in those age-based races and get a chance to qualify for the world championship. It utilizes that Madison County that, um, that, that Andrew talked about where really mile for mile, Dave, 95% of the course is gravel. That was a question I was going to ask. Did you see the UCI's race last year, the world championship gravel race last year? I, I, I did. So it's very different than U.S. gravel, where U.S. gravel, like we all leave together generally, and it's pretty much all gravel. It, over in Europe, it was sectors of gravel, much like a Paris-Roubaix or yep. the uh, Strada Bianca, where you have section, long sections of pavement, and then you dive onto gravel for, I don't know, one three sure. 10k or whatever yeah i don't i don't think we can get away and yeah well i understand you know they're maybe they're capitalizing on the gravel that they have access to um that said in from fayetteville in washington and in madison county we have a lot and so we're able to create race courses that are closer to almost 100 percent gravel as is the case with the highlands gravel classic it's saturday june 24th you can still sign up i encourage you to it's highlandsgravelclassic.com I've got two action-packed routes, depend on your age. The other thing is it's not, this is a little break from tradition. When I show up to a U.S.-based gravel race, I'm probably looking for 100 miles, right? For the UCI and their events, they've kind of narrowed in on that 100K mark for their qualifiers. So we're kind of around that 100K, 63 to 65-mile mark. Still a lot of climbing. It is the Boston Mountains. Um, we talk about that, but I guess the best way I could describe the Bostons is – so one, the Ozark Mountains are the only contiguous range between the between the Rockies and the Appalachians. People think of Northwest Arkansas and they don't think of mountains, but we have them. And with that, it's the greatest relief between the two. So I mean, across, call it the heartland or the Midwest or the South, wherever we're at, um, you know, it's really the highest relief from the peaks and valleys. So, you know, the elevation gets up to about 2,500 feet in that race, but it gets as low at about 1,500 feet when you hit the valleys. And so you can see where it's just constant undulation and that's racing in the ozarks man it's it's a 
it's death by a thousand cuts. You're going to climb for, you know, short, punchy one, two mile climbs. And then you're going to just <laughs> get in your drops and just rip it downhill for another two miles. And then you're going to turn around and do that again. And that's what riding in the Ozarks is like. And, you know, so Andrew will talk to this, you know, the um, tire volume is, that's a big question. And, you know, if you show up with 28 C's in Ozarks, you're probably going to be in pain after about 20 miles. And so even, you know, athletes like Andrew that are doing big efforts and accomplishing big things. I mean, I think Andrew at this point is on her traditional 2.0. I mean, tire volume in the Ozarks and even racing, some of the bigger races, we're seeing um, wider tire volume become more and more common for athletes that are coming here to do events. Wow. Um, that's a mountain bike tire. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. That's crazy. Do you think that it's good prep for heading over to Italy? Um, you know, I, I guess that depends on the year, right? The world championship, like anything, is going to move around at some point. It's going to be in the States. I, I will be absolutely advocating that as a qualifier, maybe someday we're hosting world championships of gravel right here in Fayetteville. Dave, you got to believe that's on my list. That, um, that would be super cool. But that said, I, I just think it, you know, I think I haven't experienced, you know, gravel in, you know, South America. I haven't experienced gravel in Europe. And and I think depending on the continent where you're at, you're probably going to experience some different gravel. We've got rocky, rooty roads at times where you go to some other places, go out west. And it's just, I mean, it's something I would call more of a dirt road, right? Where there, it's really fine. And then you look at, like you said, the, it's almost the white sands of Italy. The, the gravel roads over there are, you know, they're just... They're beautiful and they're iconic, but there's there's not a much, there's not a lot of technicality to it. So I think it I think that just depends. I mean, as they move like gravel, you're gonna you know smart route designers like Andrew, or you're gonna you're gonna build to what you know the topography and the terrain gives you. And and I think depending on where they put that event, and you're gonna is that's what you're gonna experience. That said, when you come to experience the Highlands Gravel Classic, you're gonna have a very authentic American gravel experience to where there's a whole lot of gravel on that route, and it is traditional. Um, when we think about gravel, it's exactly that. It's not the Flint Hills. I don't, you're not going to, it's not a bunch of sharp rock, but it's, um, you know, there's, there's plenty of rock for sure. Hmm. Dig it. Dig it. I appreciate that. So you were going to uh, talk about experience Fayetteville a minute ago. Yeah. So from a, you know, from a, gra staying on this gravel theme, because we'll just, we'll stay there, but um, experience Fayetteville, we partnered with Ride with GPS for our route development needs. And I utilize that to build out a full catalog of gravel experience for our gravel cycling tourists, because that's becoming a thing. You talk about coming to Northwest Arkansas to, to ride mountain bikes more and more. I'm getting inquiries from folks that want to come here and have two, three, four day gravel experiences. And they want to do that from our B&B. They want to do that from a hotel because when they're done, they just want to go to the bars and eat the local food like mountain bikers do. And so I've started developing a full calendar. It's on experiencefable.com. Um, there's a gravel section and you can go there and I've got a full catalog of vetted gravel routes that are kind of that tourism field. They're 25 to 50 miles. You know, they have at around 50 miles. I make sure to bake in some kind of mid ride aid, be it a gas station or a restaurant or something. And then I, you know, anything bigger than that, I leave to the crazy kids like Andrew, because we know when you start to, when you start to expand those routes, um, you know, it requires a level of, of aid and support a lot of times, unless you're going to do it self-supported. But um, I think we've kind of found the sweet spot from a tourism. Everybody thinks they want to ride 100 miles in the Ozarks until they come to the Ozarks. Bay. And then they're like, OK, we get it. And so there's some amazing like, you know, just party pace routes we put together. Bring your friends. 
I've got all the routes out there available. Grab them, go ride them, have a good time. And when you're ready to race, that's why we've got organizations like the, the Ozark Gravel Cyclists and Andrew putting things together. Uh, that's genius. So I can go to Experience Fayetteville and find 25 to 50 mile routes to load onto my head unit and then just go ride. That's genius. Ready to go. I give you a full rate brown rate. I give you a full route breakdown. I give you all the points of interest. I tell you where you're going to get water, where you can find food. I give you the mountain peaks. I give you the photographic spots and you can do it all from town. I've literally been looking for that. That's awesome. I'll so share the link you. and you can put it in the show notes. How about <laughs> I'll that? put it in the show notes. hundred percent, hundred percent. So you guys are doing awesome things down there. Brandon, I'm going to be your marketing director here for a minute. And if Bentonville can just say mountain bike capital of the world, I feel like with what you guys are doing down there, uh, gravel capital of the world. <laughs> I, I don't listen. We, I, you know, I, I appreciate, uh, listen, Bentonville's doing some really rad stuff. Let's, no let's be clear. Doubt. No uh, doubt. You know, if you want to, you know, we can snicker at, you know, the trademark and stuff like that. But the reality is go ride mountain bikes there and then tell me it's not, a really rad place to ride a bicycle because it, it because 100% it really is. is. Yeah. Um, you know, I think for us, you know, in Fayetteville, cycling's just a pillar, Dave. It's part of our culture. It's baked in. We're a college town, the University of Arkansas, the Razorbacks are right here. Woo pig. You know, there's an SEC school at the bottom of Dixon. Um, you know, and, and because of that, we just we have this rich history of cycling. And so everything we do is typically cultivated from the ground up. The Ozark Gravel Cyclists is a great example of a of a startup nonprofit working directly with local business owners to create these authentic cycling hubs and these jumping off points for the community that also become the same jumping off points that you're looking for when you're coming to town to have a gravel or mountain bike experience yourself. And so Andrew and his team are they're they're cultivating these relationships that we look for. And then in that same regard, you know, Fayetteville is an award-winning community, and, it, and, and we've won a lot of awards from others. So the League of American Bicyclists, I'll run through these real quick, but the League of American Bicyclists recognizes Fayetteville as the only gold-level bicycle-friendly community in the entire state of Arkansas. The only one. We've got 50 bicycle-friendly businesses. That's the third most in the entire country. We're the only UCI bike label in the United States. So we're the only community in the United States to receive what I believe is a pretty prestigious award. It's not a lampshade, but it's still pretty damn cool in the sense that the UCI has recognized Fayetteville for its commitment, both in sport, which we've talked a lot about, but also cycling for all, that community, that culture building that Fayetteville has just simply been doing for decades. And so I think that's when you come to Fayetteville, I promise you a very authentic experience. I promise you some really cool folks riding bikes like Andrew and the Ozark Gravel Cyclist. If you're looking for a 25-mile ride, we got that. If you just want to go break yourself on the Ozark Randonneur, we'll see you in September. Awesome. I love it. We should uh, rip down through the dates of all, all of the stuff we talked about. The Ozark Randonneur, September 16, 17? Correct. Yeah, 16th if you're doing the 120 you dip into the 17th if you're uh, doing the 200. If you're if you're wildly fast, maybe you're still on the 16th. But yeah, 16th and 17th that weekend. <laughs> Brendan, when is the uh, UCI qualifier? The Highlands yep. Highlands Gravel Classic is June the weekend of June. I think it's the 24th this year. Might be the 23rd. I don't have a calendar in front of me, but it's that 
It's that last weekend in June, June 23rd or 24th. It's a starts from this super cool little barn on the east side of, of Fayetteville, very authentic Ozarks. And uh, we get lost in the woods real quick. So I encourage it. And again, I know it has that UCI kind of qualifier about it. But at the end of the day, it's just a really rad, authentic gravel experience. And I invite folks to come to town and, and experience it for themselves. Uh, banjos playing? No, no banjos. You know, you're going to get some, you know, maybe some barking dogs. And, you know, typically, you know, listen, you know, folks, most folks, listen, most folks are friendly out there, man. It's, you know, for the most part. Um, I've ridden like Andrew. I've I've done a lot of riding. I was actually part of um, Chuck Campbell speaking of the high country back in two. It's his fault. I blame him to this day. In 2016, he wrote me into like the original scouting routes for the Arkansas High Country. What would become the Arkansas High Country course and race? And at the time, I, I didn't know what bike backing was. And he's like, "Yeah, we're going to do this thing, and and we're just going to be weekend warriors about it." And so I spent several weekends leading up to the development of that, just riding with him, following him. And he literally had the gazetteer strapped to the bars. There was no compass. There was no GPS. I was following uh, just this, I'm going to call him an old man that can climb like he's 18 and, and following him on these highlighted lines he has on a map. And it's one of the most amazing experiences I've ever had. And then in 2019, I got to um, build a route and we went all the way across the state on gravel. And so I just, I, I don't even know what your question was at this point, but I'm going to tell you that, like, I don't care if you want to ride in the Northeast, the Northwest, the Delta or Central Arkansas. There is amazing gravel experiences across the state. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, uh, Andrew, when is Arkansas High Country Race? Uh, it's going to be on October 7th. Let me let me actually look at the calendar. October 7th, Saturday, October 7th. Uh, that'll be the Grand Depart. And that's a freaking thousand mile yeah, and that's going to also incorporate Oof. the south, the south loop of the Arkansas High Country, and also the Washita Triple Crown, which goes basically you you do an out and back from Hot Springs, but you go do an epic single track journey around Lake Washita and then come back. Uh, that's that's uh, awesome. And yeah. Doom is a spring event. Doom is a spring event. They'll stay spring. The more I've talked to people, it fits in really well. Um, I really liked having it a little bit earlier this year to where. Things are starting to grow in, but you can still see through all the trees really well. You get some like surprise bonus views of like rock formations and you can see the rolling hills and some more rivers and creeks. So I like I like it being early. Um, it's before water levels get excessively high as far as all the creek crossings and everything. Um, but yeah, they'll stay spring. Next year, we actually have this pretty wild eclipse that's happening in Arkansas um, that I think it's going to the timing is going to be right around right around doom i like the easter the easter weekend ish time frame i think it's going to stick to that this past year i had a easter bunny ears on with my screen mask as i handed out gremlin bells to everybody they were in uh easter eggs it was a nice touch everybody liked it um yeah a lot of cool stuff in arkansas all year um, I've got information about the Ozark Randonneur, soon to be called the Ozark Rando, which I like, um, as well as the Highlands Gravel Classic. Again, we're event rich. There's a full, I don't want to say catalog. There's so many rad cycling events in Fayetteville that we produce a 101 every year. So there's a full article that is just a 101 of all the cycling events happening in Fayetteville and Northwest Arkansas. So I encourage everyone to 
to go check that out at experiencebayova.com. Like I said, we've got a great uh, gravel route catalog on there as well. So if you want to come to town and you're looking to, you got that long weekend and you want to have a, you know, a few stacked days of gravel riding, I've got some great routes on on there that I would love for um, Dave. Come down, man. We'll, we'll go ride some ourselves. I'm in. I'm 100%. And you guys, I really appreciate you making time and, and carving time out. I know it was tough to get the three of us together. Freaking... <laughs> You both have been so busy. It's crazy. Um, but uh, I really appreciate it. And uh, we'll see you down there for some sweet gravel, some sweet single track, some good beer, some good coffee, and great food. Some so, randoneering. Dave, and, we're going we're gonna to do some randoneering. <laughs> some randoneering. Absolutely. You can be a randoneer. You can I come can be, be a, a randoneer. Go to a randonee yeah. and be a randoneer. Is that right? That's I, Andrew, is that right? <laughs> Just say yes. We're we're gonna yeah. We're gonna say yes. There you go. Good answer. That is a good answer. Uh, I lost you guys for a second, but as far as Dave being a randonneur, hundred percent, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, if we're wrapping up, I do I do want to touch on on something because uh, I know this this will come up in uh, Instagram messages or emails or whatever. Otherwise, so as far as the Ozark randonneur one twenty, which would be the shorter of the two options. 38C tire would be my minimum recommendation. Uh, you'll be primarily hard pack gravel with some some dashes of what I would call slightly rowdier with like maybe there's some baby head rocks thrown in that you need to like finesse around or maybe you're just kind of getting airborne every once in a while depending on how quickly you're going. So that'd be the Ozark Randonneur 120, I'd say 38C would be my minimum recommendation. You can absolutely do it on a cycle cross bike. And if you're limited to 33, don't feel like, oh no, I can't do this now. Um, but as soon as we jump into like the Ozark, the Ozark Randonneur 200, that's when I would say bump it up to a 42C minimum. And that really boils down to, there's this really cool section. It's honestly one of my favorite sections in all of Arkansas of gravel riding. And it's from Compton to Pruitt. And I mean, for, for the 200 that'd come in at mile like 78. So it's not even that late into it, but it's from Compton to Pruitt. That's just like this, like real proper, like this is, this is Ozark riding. You got this dashes of double track, um, Jeep trail, ATV, whatever you want to call it. Um, that just. You just, you just feel out there. You're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I left Fayetteville earlier today and I'm in this right now. Um, it's part of the Arkansas High Country. That's how I first discovered it. And uh, like Compton would be mile like around 78. Pruitt's mile 94. So it doesn't sound like that far. But that given section, you'll be like, this is taking way longer than I ever would have guessed. And the elevation profile doesn't make it seem that way. It's like, well, a lot of it's mostly downhill, but it it takes a lot of time. And then really from like, you also descend from, there's like one more stretch after that where basically you get over into the Whitaker Point, Hawks, Hawksbill Craig, whatever you want to call it. That's That's some rowdy stuff over there too. Um, so I'd say like 42 C tires minimum for the, the 200. So just to like give some people some reference, 
neither one would I'd say, hey, this is a mountain bike course, especially with the amount of pavement sprinkled in and everything and it being a one push effort with a nap at the most. Um, but yeah, that's just something I wanted to touch on where uh, people always want to know about gear. And so that's just a little bit of extra insight. And that's that's from a lot of people riding out there and kind of like gathering like, okay, what's, what's the consensus? Sure. You guys, thanks tons for uh, coming on. All the best this summer. All the best uh, with all your events and, I don't know, busy lives. It's awesome. Hope you sneak some riding in. Yeah. Same to you, Dave. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks so much, Dave. It's, it's great. Great being able to chat anything about Arkansas. Love it. Geez, there's a ton going on in the land of Oz. Whether you can join Andrew at one of his events or just head to Northwest Arkansas to experience Fayetteville, these two guys have you covered. From short gravel routes to epic adventures, pack up your bike and explore the Ozark Mountains. Thanks tons for tuning in today. If you do enjoy these conversations, I would welcome you to rate and review on your favorite pod service. And please consider subscribing so you don't miss an episode. And if you really dig it and would like to support the show financially, look for Bike Talk with Dave at buymeacoffee.com. There's a link in the show notes. If you do, I'd love to send you a sticker. I'd also like to thank BikeIowa.com for being the online host of Bike Talk with Dave. BikeIowa.com has one of the most extensive bike event calendars around. And if you're wanting to promote your event, it's simple and free. Just create an account, enter your information, and you can always have access to edit and keep your information current and always up to date. It's a great free way to promote your race. One of the events that's on that calendar, and you're going to want to put on yours, is the Core 4, where no surface is left untouched. Check it out. When the folks at Core 4 say, no surface untouched, they mean it. Champagne gravel, pavement, speedy single track, and all the level B roads. Core 4 doesn't stop at four surface types. They've got an ethos to get all bodies on bikes, and it comes through initiatives which support socioeconomic justice, gender equality, and bike advocacy. It's all about community, opportunity, recreation, and engagement at Core 4. Go early, bring the fam, they've got everything. Bikes, bevs, packet pickup party at Big Grove, live music, free camping, and finish line fun for all. Do not miss the No Surface Untouched action in Iowa City on Saturday, August 19th, 150 and 25 mile options. Follow along on Instagram at Core4Bike and get in the lineup. Well, I'd like to thank Chain and Spoke Coffee for supporting the show. You can order the beans for home brewing now, no matter where you are, at chainandspoke.com. And if you're traveling through Des Moines, Please stop on by the shop, it's really cool, at 28th and Ingersoll. I've got some great interviews coming up for y'all. I am stoked to talk with Corey Cornbread Godfrey. He's an 11-time Trans-Iowa veteran and founder of the Garmin Gravel Worlds. Those pirates of the rolling gravel seas over in Nebraska are always up to new and exciting things, and I can't wait to talk to Corey about all that's going on for Gravel Worlds. Well, thanks tons for tuning in, and I hope you have a great week riding bikes.